I'm so glad you joined us tonight. It's episode 43 of Spilling Rubies, because to create, one must be willing to be stone stupid, to sit up top of a donkey, a throne on top of a donkey, and spill rubies from one's mouth. I haven't said that in so long that I almost forgot the quote. Can you believe it? I'm sorry, the station was just left a mess trying to clean up after these filthy boys. Um, so, you know, sometimes I like to go out in the field and record in the wilds of Sonoma County. And this week, I did just that. I was wandering around Hot Monk Tavern in Sebastopol and found myself coming across a very strange discussion between two grown men and an 11-year-old girl a red-headed girl. They were standing next to an old rusty train car and I was able to record a little bit of what they were talking about. Yep. I'm listening, daddies. What's the problem? There ain't no problem, problem. We're just... <sighs> this is where we're gonna live. In this train car? Your daddy just hit it. Yep. Daddy won. Hit it. What about the yurt in Montana? Why? Hit it! Why we gotta live in this rusty old train car in Sebastopol? Here's the thing, Trisha. A, a, a yurt can be disassembled and put into storage in the train car. The train can keep moving. This train hasn't moved in several years, I'd say. Daddy one. Tell her, Daddy one. You're her flesh and blood. Her chromosomes. Or your chromosomes. I just married into the shit. Well. When you were born into this, you knew you had this coming. One day we were gonna hit it and we did. I mean, Boom. it's uh, it's not gonna be easy for you. We don't have a private room. No, one big room. There's no kitchen. Just a cooking can. And I'm thinking about marrying another. What? You're gonna leave daddy? I said another. He's fine, but... You mean I'm gonna get another daddy? King David had three wives. Sebastopol is the 21st century. I see no reason I can't have three so male Captain wives. Captain Ron's gonna have three husbands? Is that what you're telling me? A whole herd of husbands. Captain and you're Ron. okay with this, daddy? This is why we're having a discussion about it, Patricia. There was news to me five minutes ago. When I moved here mm -hmm. to Sebastopol, yeah. I thought all this new age mumbo jumbo was a bunch of crock. Mm -hmm. What I've realized is I need to take care of myself. And Captain Ron is not going back down. He hit it. He's got a railroad car. Yeah. He's going to have three husbands. Captain he's Ron. not going to have a kitchen. And he's going to quit his shoe cobbling business. He's gonna squid. Well, do we have any say in this, Dad, Papa? Do we have any say, or do we just have to follow Captain Ron's orders like we're his goddamn slaves? Oh, well, that's what Captain. I'd like Ron to interrupt. Would, would, well, I'd like to interrupt. Of course, he would. Right, Captain Ron, speak. It's Captain Ron's world, and we just live in it. We Ain't that right, Daddy? Captain. Oh yeah, we barely survive. I'd like to interrupt. My third husband will not interrupt me to make fun of the fact. That I mispronounced a word. Well, Captain Ron, there's also no pool in Sebastopol. It's Sebastopol. It's not Sebastopol. So, I think you can wind it back to that. When you married this, you knew yeah. I said Sebastopol. You did. And one of the first things I said to you was, there is no pool in Sebastopol. You were handsome. You were handsome. I I you was. were heart... Were. Past tense now. 35 pounds and a drinking habit well, away. Oh, I see. Well, you didn't seem to mind it when it was coming on. Well, you were like, finally, we got a bear in the house. Hey, I hit this. I hit this. And I'm not going to take it anymore. I hear you hit it, Captain Ron. I remember the washboard conversation. You were like, I can't keep rubbing my washboard against another washboard. That's how that went. Oh, I'm glad you both think this is so funny. I'm glad the two of you have grouped my own flesh and blood, and then this. Oh, this. 
See, Captain Ron, first of all, you make me call you Captain. <laughs> Even though we were married by Tristy Taylor on a beach. That was the best thousand dollars I've ever it spent. It was the best thousand bucks. You know, she could have got rich doing this. She could have just, she could be rolling in dough right now. Hey, if it wasn't for the fact she quit, yeah. I wouldn't have made my first 10 grand officiating those weddings she gave me, and I wouldn't have this. I got this. It's true, you got it. Captain Ron, I'm raising my hand over here. Can I speak? I mean, what, inside, so- I'm raising my hand. <laughs> the I'm fact not that you, about my the fact that wheeling. you make me laugh is the reason you're still around, you drunk fatso. <laughs> I'm so glad.
metaphorical speaker, so I'm going to assume that's what we're talking about. Because I'm a metaphorical speaker? You know I've had a business metaphorical speaking for the past five years. He also has an MBA. I, have, I do seminars in metaphorical speaking. I teach other people how to speak. In I don't even know if this is a metaphor. I don't know how to engage in this conversation. I don't know when you're making fun of me for being a, an iron worker and a shoe cobbler and a wedding officiate. But it got me this, that's what I know. My parents came to this country and they worked hard. Both my dads from Slovakia. Well, you come from a whole different situation uh, from a time when there usually weren't two dads, let alone from Slovakia. So, Captain Run, you got a whole other, I don't know, you got a whole other way of seeing things. Hey, when you married this, yeah. you knew that was the way it was. It's true. Well, but when the butter vat is empty, you don't keep, you don't keep cranking. No more it. metaphors. No more metaphors, Patricia. Wipe that out of your mouth. You will not speak like Dad Two. Dad Three is going to be a A to B, A to B. But if I can't use metaphors, it's like having a vessel that should be full of honey. I see what you're doing, and, it's and empty. I don't like it, Dad. There's no sweetness. Papa, I can translate well, metaphors. I've always translated metaphors for you. I still can. She has always. She keeps a notebook or two under her bed, and it's filled. It's filled with all metaphors. Get I get it. That movie about mm -hmm. that little girl who had the retarded father mm -hmm. with all the Beatles song in the background, how you guys love that and talk about that. That was a metaphor for me that I'm a dummy and you all are so smart. I'm tired of these metaphors. It's true, Uncle Ron. Papa, I'm you Captain Ron. <laughs> don't you don't have to. Uh, there you go again, Megan. With anger, Papa, you can just say, "Hey, I don't understand what you're talking about," and you we'll explain that. it. You can just speak it in plain English. Instead of yelling words. at us all You're the time. Yelling at us, making us call you Captain. Patricia, you are the sweetest damn thing.
tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay and streaming live around the world on KWTF.net. Did you know that KWTF is supported by Stan Roy Music Center and a grant from the Redwood Justice Fund? Without you, KWTF wouldn't exist. We rely on listener support and volunteers to stay on the air. You can set up a monthly donation or sign up to volunteer at kwtf.net. Even just $5 a month can mean the difference between staying on the air and disappearing from your life forever. Won't you become a member of KWTF today? It's easy. You just go to kwtf.net and click on that donate button. You can give a one-time gift or be a monthly donor like me. It's tax deductible and an easy way to support this magical ship of creativity and expression. I don't always love logging onto my online banking every month, but I do love seeing that precious little update saying that I gave my favorite radio station 10 whole dollars. It's so easy. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to worry about it. It just happens. So why don't you visit kwtf.net, click on that donate button, give what you can. You don't want this to be the last time you ever hear Spilling Rubies on the air, do you? Come on, Daddy. Do it for me. And now, starting their second night at the Grandy Ballroom, from San Francisco, Big Brother and the Holding Company.
I don't want to admit that. You make me a better person. See, I knew you two still loved each other. I still got a, I, I, I still got a washboard. It's just buried under all this subcutaneous fat. But there's still a washboard under there with your name on it. Husband number three is a personal trainer. Papa, who's a husband number two? Did I miss something? That's me. Who's husband number one? That's me. <laughs> oh, you're counting yourself. Okay. So there's, because I got two daddies, and I'm going to have three daddies now. So you use you a husband use the one through three. As I do, and feel right at home and using one for one, two for two, and three for three. If you mix it up, it'll get very confusing. Now, this is something I wonder about, Papa, because I'm really interested in. Um, Hierarchies and relationships, especially in a. If you two start oh using God. subcutaneous and aristocracy or whatever you just said, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna pack up my drum kit and get out of this conversation. Wait, you cannot quit. Don't you remember what you said in your vows to Tristy Taylor on the beach for a thousand dollars worth of vows? <laughs> Best thousand dollars I've ever spent. On the officiant. And she's, if she was still around doing weddings, she would do it number three and myself, number one. Does that mean that you married yourself, Papa? If I became number two, then you would have four daddies. It doesn't make any sense. No, he, he married himself when he did his first Holy Communion. Instead of marrying Jesus, he married himself. He was a rebel. Oh. So at that point in his life, he became his own husband. That's really powerful, Papa. I didn't know you did that. I was trying to get as many sacraments in one day as possible. You're always so competitive. He's always very thrifty. Competitive and thrifty. That's right. Well, about me, you know that I'm competitive and thrifty. I don't like big words and I can't understand metaphors. Let's get more to you, husband number two. Well, you've definitely been competitive and thrifty in the bedroom. How about yourself? <laughs> oh, how about myself? Well, I'll tell you about myself. I was perfectly fine the way I was when I met you, and I thought we were in love, and I thought Tristy Taylor had some nice things to hold us together. Oh, good. I quit grinding up the Do you think Tristy Taylor is the only thing keeping us together? Well, she was, because I'll tell you what. For a while, I wanted to split. I wanted to just pack up my drum kit and leave. But that $1,000 wedding was holding you to me. Is that what it was? You didn't want to spoil that $1,000 we put on that no. wedding? Well... I put in six hundred. You put in four. So let's be fair about it. So after so five I'm six hundred dollars I got worth. my three hundred dollars worth. I was banking on using up my other three hundred. 
and I figured that would get us a couple more years. And here we are. We're at the end of that couple more years. She's 11 years old now. She's almost a woman. She can decide for herself if she wants to be with daddy number one or daddy number two and forget about daddy number three. Are you guys splitting up? Maybe. I'm not what? having I'm not having any of this talk right now at all. You're not. And I'm maintaining a calm voice and a, cool, a calm exterior. Don't make fun of the maintaining word. Maintaining is a three-syllable word. You don't usually speak in three-syllable words. You can tell I'm angry. While I'm applauding you. I am.
mama who gave birth to me papa i never knew you never told me you just said that a stork brought me but now you're telling me that you fathered me so who'd you father me with well it was me what daddy you gave birth that's to what's me? holding us together that is the only thing holding us together anymore daddy you gestated me i did wow i sewed in a special pouch and they used my testicles as ovaries. Just simply switched them over into ovaries. And uh, you were born in a special pouch, like a kangaroo. And you crawled out of there on your own. Patricia, go ahead and unlock that magic box in the corner. It's over there. It's been sitting there. This box right mm-hmm. here? Open yep. it up. Your pouch is in there. We saved it. <laughs> it stinks. It's been in there for 11 years. Oh, couldn't you guys have like put, put, soaked it in formaldehyde or we, something? We rubbed a little salt on it. That seemed like a good idea, like you do with a rabbit hide. What am I supposed to do with this sack, this pouch? Well, it's a sort of a hope chest at this point. You put things in there that you wish for. But that I don't mind getting very stinky. Right. Well, Patricia, leave it out of the case for a little while. Oh, like air it out. Like air it out. It'll okay. That'll be good. When you get your first blood. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make a decision. Right. And if you make a decision that you want another Patricia in the world... What could happen? You've got a pouch. you got your own pouch. And you can put her in that. Don't I need a man to make that happen, Papa? You don't need a man to do anything! But how am I supposed to get pregnant without a man? you got a pouch. We gave you the lessons we done taught you. We got you this... This freight train. I'm sorry, but I got some people waiting for me. Oh, isn't so that? I got to just, just tear my drum set down and walk away from it, you people right now. Isn't that just a sunrise of an excuse? <laughs> now, I noticed, Papa. You Bye. Should... Bye, Daddy. So long. Good luck. I really got to go. They're like, are you inside? Where are you? Bring her out here. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, she got to hang out. I'll write her that. Are you still recording? Only yeah, if you want me to. Record, this <laughs> record the text. Chickity tack tack. Oh man.
my poison in her red, red blood She need a way to turn around the bend She said I wanna walk away and start over again There are things I've done I can't erase I wanna look in the mirror, see another face I said never, but I'm doing it again I wanna walk away and start over again Shake my thirst in a cool, cool park There's a winner in every place There's a heart that's beating in every page The beginning of it starts at the end When it's time to walk away and start over again Weather's murder at 103 William Ray shot Cora Belly A yellow dog knows when he has seen You wanna walk away and start over again They're dying for jewelry, money, and clothes. I always get out of the trouble I'm in. I wanna walk away and start over again. I left my Bible by the side of the road, caught my initials in an old dead tree. I'm going away, but I'm gonna be back when it's time to walk away and start over again.
you are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay and streaming live around the world on KWTF.net. That's it, folks. Episode 42 of Spilling Rubies has come to a close. But never fear, you can always listen again to this and all our archived episodes at SpillingRubies.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook and even on that crazy place they call Pinterest. Don't forget to subscribe to KWTF by visiting KWTF.net and clicking on that donate button. Thanks for tuning in. Please stay tuned for DJ Broken Record and the Broken Record Radio Show right here on KWTF 80.1 FM Bodega Bay. See you next week. Listening to 88.1 FM KWTF, Bodega Bay, listener supported community radio for Sonoma County. We are streaming live at kwtf.net.